and you know they're they're in, in some ways they're translators for us too and in and, and our own individual organization we've got our language right and supply chain has its language and and our our supply chain folks that are helping us with this process sit at the table and go oh when you say this they say that I'm Adam Bulka, and this is The Great Supply Chain Podcast. I'll be talking to supply chain experts from around the world, experts who are tackling challenges in their corner of the industry. People are changemakers that drive innovation. That's why this supply chain podcast is about learning from those who lead by example. I hope that the conversations you hear will inspire you to drive change within your organization. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome to The Great Supply Chain Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Polka, and today we're going to be talking about the evolution of pharmacy inventory management practices within health systems and hospitals. To do this topic justice, we've invited Chris Jellison, Vice President of Pharmacy at Parkview Health, to sit down with my co-host, Corey Turner. As healthcare costs rise and drugs become increasingly complex assets to manage, it's becoming more important than ever to bridge the operational gap that tends to exist between supply chain and pharmacy. So in this conversation, we'll be exploring an integrated approach to pharmacy management, discussing the benefits of taking control of the pharmacy supply chain and examining what that looks like in practice. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into this important topic together. So thanks for joining me today, Chris. And before we dive into our conversation about pharmacy inventory management, can you just take a few minutes and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? Sure thing. So, as you said, I'm Chris Jellison, Vice President of Pharmacy for Parkview Health. We're a 9 to 11 hospital health system in Northeast Indiana with a, a number of integrated physician practices as well. Uh, I've been with Parkview for quite a while, a little bit over 40 years. I started as a pharmacy technician, worked my way through pharmacy school, um, kind of cut my teeth in a surgical ICU pharmacy, mm -hmm. and uh, from there went into Leadership have had many different roles in leadership. My background has primarily been operations and uh, was director, corporate director, vice president. All of those, you know, those titles are all very similar um, uh, since I would say since about the 2015 or so. Um, and in that role now, I'm I am more responsible for strategy than ever before, more responsible for the big picture. And I think that's where um this intersection between supply chain and pharmacy became obvious. That's great. That's great. Thank you so much for that. Um, and as we know, the rising drug prices to poor inventory management, the pharmaceutical supply chain operations are constantly facing challenges growing uh, daily. Can you talk just a little bit about Parkview's pharmacy and describe some of the challenges that the supply chain and you have experienced? Sure. Um, you know, we, we do have a, a fairly rudimentary inventory management system, um, and it, it doesn't give us quite the visibility that we need. Um, the, the updating of pricing in the system is challenging. Um, being able to see across the enterprise in one click is challenging. Um, and then the other challenge is really all of the shortage management, the need to be able to interface with multiple vendors for the same product to be able to quickly switch products when we need to. Um, a lot of it's manual. 
And the piece that's manual that's particularly challenging is keeping an average price updated. Mm. That's that's probably our biggest challenge is how do we carry the proper costing information in our system so that we're properly representing expense and you know and and more easily track any revenue to expense variances. Gotcha. We're nodding our heads in agreement right now. And so I know we'd all like to hear your answer to my next question. How are you overcoming some of these hurdles at Parkview? Yeah, well, you know, the, the, probably the, the biggest, I don't want to say smack in the face, but it was a bit, it was a bit of an eye-opener, was uh, an internal audit that we did and mm-hmm. found that there was a, a, a number of invoices that we were paying that didn't have a good three-way match. We didn't find any invoices that shouldn't have been paid. But it certainly pointed out a very uh, a significant problem with control. Right. And so, you know, we, we went out, looked around, tried to find a, a good ERP solution for pharmacy that would do ERP and either do ERP and, and integrate with our inventory management system or had an inventory management system with it. Quite honestly, spent about three or four months looking around and um, at the same time, uh, Texas was was working with a, a hospital to see if uh, a pharmacy system uh, was going to be possible. And it, you know, at the end of the day, it turns out that the solution was already in-house and um, that we, we needed to investigate this Texas product and see if it was going to meet pharmacies' needs. Right, right, right. So what, tell me a little bit about um, the value that a, a strong technology partner such as Texas brings into your integrated approach to pharmacy supply chain inventory management. Sure. So, I'm, as as folks know, Texas okay. very reputable in the supply chain arena. Um, hospital med surge supply chain, uh, number of big customers knows supply chain very well, and our people have been very. Uh, consider the relationship with Texas, Texas to be a strategic partnership for Parkview Health. And, and the, the nice thing that Texas brings specifically to Parkview is a, a confidence in the system, right? It wasn't, it, it's, it's not something where I have to go to my leadership or I have to go to my management teams and sell them on it because we're already sold on it. We see how it works. Pharmacies integrate with med surge supply. Uh, you know, we, we need med surge supplies to run our pharmacy. And, and so we're a customer of our supply chain. Right. And so it, there's a there's a competency that's there already. And that that really gives us a lot of kind of comfort and but, but also knowledge that where our med surge folks or our supply chain folks have uh, had challenges with the supply chain technology. It's a very collaborative relationship between Parkview and Texas already. And so that gave us the confidence also that this would be a a very collaborative relationship. At the end of the day, we're really uh, looking forward to having subject matter experts within the health system already as we kind of develop this. I mean, it's a very, very pharmacy specific module. We're more heavily regulated, I think, than most supply chains are. Right. And therefore, there's some things that are unique about pharmacy, but there's some things that aren't necessarily unique about pharmacy. And so we already have in-house subject matter experts that understand the Texas technology and can really make this 
a very smooth transition to us. And just adopting the um, you know core principles across the board is really important. Absolutely, and you know they're they're in some ways they're translators for us too. And in in our own individual organization, we've got our language, right? And supply chain has its language. And and our our supply chain folks that are helping us with this process sit at the table and go, oh, when you say this, they say that, right? Kind of meet them with that translation. Absolutely, and that really that I mean that's that just makes the collaboration that much easier and quicker. Right, right. So that's great. That's great. So supply chain technology, you know, it provides solutions, you know, such as things like um, global inventory visibility. We talk about that a little bit. Uh, demand planning are, are, are big words right now. Yeah. So in what ways has your pharmacy supply chain either benefited or do you see a benefit from these features going forward? Yeah, well, the global transparency will be, a, I think that'll be a big piece for us. I don't think we have a lot of obsolescence. But we work to make sure we don't have a lot about obsolescence. And so this global visibility is going to make that easier, which should free up some time to focus on higher level problems, for example. Demand planning, you know, we're really looking forward to having uh, an inventory that we know is the right size. You know, hospitals everywhere, you know, even your small hospitals are investing, you know, six figure inventories, probably seven and multi seven figure inventories in your larger hospitals. And so as an, you know, that being an asset that we're entrusted with, it's, it's important that we get that number right. And I think that's where demand planning is really going to come into play for us. You know, obviously there's a certain amount of history that has to be established and, and mm-hmm. we've done a lot of work to use some of the data from our earlier attempts at an inventory management system to help inform that, that demand planning. But we, we're going to go into it with the confidence that, you know, you've got this where science meets art piece in demand planning. Um, and I think having the right data to inform that science piece is really going to be important for us. Right. And especially, you know, we've seen over the decades, especially in supply chain, and I'm sure pharmacies the same way, that things are only going to get more costly. So the, as things go up, you know, we really need to bring our technology you know, into focus to where we can just, you know, do everything that we can to wrap our hands around controlling those costs. Exactly. Yeah. And and it goes to the, the, the point I made earlier with shortage management and, and shortage management's been with us for at least a decade now. Right? right. So all indications are it's just the nature of pharmaceutical supply chains. It's the nature of global supply chains. Right. right. Everything's just in time. You get a little interruption in an active ingredient plant somewhere, it's going to ripple through the supply chain for 18 months before everything fully recovers. And so being able to see it, being able to know where it's at, to know where it costs is just going to be so much more important helping us manage that asset. How do you see um, technology benefiting you um, or how has it benefited you in the case of uh, a global pandemic? Yeah, well, that was exactly it. Occasionally, opportunities would come up where there was a bulk purchase that we could make, right? And we could bring that in, but I needed to be able to keep my eye on it for a couple of reasons, right? I mean, one, it's a pandemic. So people, you know, there was risk that people behave badly in pandemics, and there's the possibility, God forbid, it would ever happen to us, but we've got to control for the possibility of shrinkage, right? Right. And so I want to see it. I need to be able to see it. 
And I need my other hospitals to be able to see this excess inventory as well, because we're kind of all managing to that inventory. We right. need to know what's available because we need to be able to quickly work with our providers if we are going to get into a situation where we've got a shortage that we can't manage and we've got to move into alternatives. And so that so, strong technology is just very, yes, absolutely. is very important. Great, great. So lastly, Chris, um, I'd like for you to just take a few minutes and just share any advice that you may have that um, other healthcare leaders who may be hesitating or second guessing the benefits of integrating their pharmaceuticals into their supply chain. What what kind of key takeaways could you give them? You know, it, 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 it wasn't obvious to me until a few years ago, I was working on a presentation that was just kind of like, well, let's let's describe for this pop, this 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 group really what the pharmacy is all about, right? And so I'm mapping everything out, drawing this diagram, and I ended up with the, you know, the the inventory cycle and the distribution cycle. Mm -hmm. They're they're really two different pieces of a pharmacy operation, but they come together at a single point. They come together right. at the point where somebody reaches out to touch that inventory to give it to a patient, right? Mm -hmm. That's a whole different cycle now. But so the, the first cycle though, at the end of the day, is really just a supply chain cycle, right? It's do, what's, you know, what's your min-max, what's your suggested order? You order it, you bring it in, you know you've got it, it goes on the shelf, how much does it cost? You decrement that inventory, you order some more. So there isn't really anything in the pharmacy supply supply chain piece that's unique to pharmacy. There's a regulatory burden there that's unique to pharmacy. Right. But the supply chain piece itself is supply chain activity. And so it, it, it's not like we have to, we partner with our supply chain, right? We, you know, it's not one reports to the other. Uh, and even if it was in our, you know, in our culture, we, we know that we're all in this you know, in this boat together, we're all rowing in the same direction. We all have the same incentives, same measures of success. We all, we're all invested in each other's success. If you're not in a situation where you've got that kind of culture, you're probably working on even more foundational stuff at this time. Right. Definitely. You've got, you got some foundational problems you got to deal with before this kind of stuff is going to rise. Yeah, to before you can get to that point. Exactly. And so, we're, you know, I'm fortunate in my position to be, you know, really, really close with the vice president of supply chain. And, and we collaborate a lot. We, you know, it's a lot of, you know, what's a drug and what's not a drug kind of conversations that we've had forever. So we're already somewhat integrated with each other, just the nature of the relationship within the health system. And I think once you get over that, I don't know what it is, political posturing, the territoriality of it all. Once you get past that, you can. It's really clear that there are synergies between supply chain and pharmacy, particularly with respect to inventory control, that you really want to leverage if you're serious about stewardship. Yeah, it's one of the things that I, I like to speak to is just being able to tear down those silos. A lot of organizations work in silos, but as to your point exactly, you know, we're all going in the same direction and that's patient care and driving down costs and, and, and just those same basic fundamentals that we're trying to drive through. So the the faster that we can, you know, tear down these walls and, and, and these silos, the more beneficial and success, successful that we'll all be. Correct. 
and it, it's it, you're not giving up your whole you're not giving up your whole pharmacy to some right. piece right. of software. You never had one piece of software running your pharmacy. There's a lot of components to it. It doesn't doesn't make sense to to not maximize the efficiency of a particular component of your operation. Well, definitely, definitely. So, Chris, I can't thank you enough. Um, just for your insights today and just your advice and just the things that you've gleaned over your experience and over your career. Uh, this has been very educational. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of the Great Supply Chain Podcast. I want to extend a special thank you to Chris Jellison for joining us and sharing his insights on this important topic. And of course, a big thank you to my co-host, Corey Turner, for his contributions. I hope the discussion has shed some light on the benefits of taking an integrated approach to pharmacy management. As always, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, feel free to reach out to us on social media or through our website. And don't forget to tune in next time for more insights on the world of supply chain. Well, that's it for this episode, folks. I hope our guests sparked some new ideas and inspired you to push the boundaries of supply chain. New podcasts will be published on the first of every month. In the meantime, please reach out with your thoughts or questions or even an idea for a future episode. You can email us at texaspodcast at texas.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you get notified as soon as a new episode goes live. And please share it with a colleague and leave a review. Until then, this has been the Great Supply Chain Podcast. I'm Adam Polka, and thank you for tuning in.